0: <clears throat> coming to you live and we're dying
1: <laughs> yeah I, i'm telling you this has not been a good start to hot girl fall this has not been the start we've been looking for we're falling apart <laughs> we're we're literally falling apart but I, i'm just we'll getting say- over pneumonia i'm like dying over here <laughs> It's not a fun time. I will, however, say that I read the most phenomenal. I'm not done with the series yet, but I read the most phenomenal two books of my life. Well, not of my life, but I, I wrote, a, wrote <clears throat> I read two phenomenal books last night. Okay. And I like audibly gasped through the whole freaking two books. And it's the Maid series by Danielle Laurie um i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken um rachel teacher rachel fit teacher rachel the one that we talked to stevie yeah she recommends this series to people and it yeah. came up uh, with, just read it too came up with my like recommended actually i think it came up on my tiktok because i'm in one of them and i was like oh i'm definitely gonna read that so i read the first one oh my god The first and second one are so good. I haven't started the third one yet, but the series is phenomenal. And apparently there's another one coming out soon. So I'm excited. So that's it. It's like the sweetest oblivion, the maddest obsession and the darkest temptation. And then the last one is the purest addiction. So like (laughs) hit me up. I'm ready. I can't say who we
0: were talking to yesterday, but obviously, you know, who we're talking to. Yes. And you gave her a book recommendation and I, now I can't remember what the fucking title was, but Uh, it's not, huh?
1: It's not romance. Is it the one you're talking about?
0: It wasn't. I don't think it was romance. It was just a random title that we were
1: talking. Wink Poppy Midnight. It's a young adult thriller.
0: It wasn't that one. It was another one that you said though.
1: Okay, what does it have to do with? Continue your story and maybe it'll- So, be- I was scrolling
0: through <laughs> Facebook yesterday and people were like, oh, I know who Post-It was. It might not, it might have been, it might have been our, uh, our secret guest that had said it. Okay. Um, but- as soon as I say this title, you'll know who it is. I'm pulling up the girl's Facebook. But she asked for book recommendations, and somebody said this book title. And I know we've talked about this book. And what it is. Hold on. I'm, I'm looking. Uh, tell a story while I do this.
1: Okay. um, I... I don't really know what to tell. All I know to tell you guys is that I'm dying or I was. I'm recovering <laughs> from death and I'm okay now.
0: This is my favorite <laughs> thing ever because I was telling Justice the other day is if you listen to the episodes now, you can't tell that she's dying, but wait until the anniversary. Of the oh my God. <laughs> the
1: anniversary episodes are miserable. There was, there was a few that I was like, not even there. Like no. I was hallucinating
0: yeah it was pretty bad uh she was on her couch uh y'all know we've talked about this in the past we normally do um cameras yeah for our, our like interviews and uh, this time around i had' my face
1: two weeks
0: (laughs) i have not seen mj in like a month at this point
1: but uh, listen we got to do what we got to do to feel better okay i'm i'm out here i'm hustling trying to just feel better okay Okay. (laughs) did you find out the name of this book yet so we can end this (laughs) issue no i'm gonna
0: have to go through it was a friend from high school that posted it do you know what the book is about the genre anything no, I might have to just listen to our episode from yesterday. All right. Sounds good. But I'm I know gonna- it was mentioned and you had said something. I think it was, I'm almost positive it was you who recommended it. And I was like, I've never heard of this title before. And I'm scrolling through Facebook and somebody asked for book recommendations for the beach and somebody recommended it. And I was like,
1: Are think in my head. A- I don't know. However. Whatever. You need to tell, do you need to tell people anything else, Stevie? Um, Sunday. Sunday. We're doing a fantastic live with Willow Winters, Kenny Steiner, and Jen Sterling, which is just going to be atrociously amazing. Follow um, us on YouTube. Okay. Make sure you follow us on YouTube so you get the notification. If you want to watch it live, you can ask questions. If you don't want to watch it live, then you can... Watch it whenever you want to on YouTube. We're gonna
0: play a game when we first, a uh, icebreaker game with them, which is gonna be really okay. fun. It's uh, MJ me. knows nothing about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to roll with it, see me. That I was
0: <laughs> trying to. Ask- it's fun. The people know that we're not
1: professional at this point. <laughs> I was trying to roll with it, and you done messed it up for me. But um, all right. Is that is that everything? Do you have anything That's else? Fun. That's it. All right, cool. I'm gonna read the intro for the lovely. Person that we are going to be introduced, interviewing. Interviewing. Danny is USA Today best-selling author of dark and deviant romance with seductive. Emily from Cape Town, South Africa. She now lives in the UK with her better half, who does all the cooking while she writes all the words. When she's not writing. She can be found binge watching the latest TV series or working on graphic design, either for herself or other indie authors. She enjoys reading books about handsome villains and feisty heroines, mostly dark, always seductive, and sometimes depraved. She has a healthy addiction to tattoos, coffee, and ice cream. Let's go talk to Danny Renee. Thank you so much for joining us on the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Danny Renee, welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be here. We're super excited to have you. I'm super excited to have a whole podcast to just listen to your accent. <laughs>
2: do you get that a lot? Do you get that a lot? I, I do. Um, it's really weird because uh, I spent uh, about four years in the uk when i was after d- college and then my accent i like i pick up accents really quickly so if i talk to you for a long time i'll pick up your accent so no, when I-, I went back home to south africa i had this full-on british accent and everybody looked at me and went uh what the hell and i was like hi hey, uh. and um and it slowly went away but i still have this weird like i don't know uh, twinge to my accent um, so yes yeah, so every time I talk to someone they go but you don't sound South African or you sound slightly Australian or British or from New Zealand where <laughs> are you from so yeah I always get that like random like I get like countries thrown at me left right and I'm like no I'm actually South African <laughs> have
1: like a melting pot of
2: accents in
1: yeah. and by the
0: end of this she'll be having an American accent
1: it's fine <laughs> You definitely do not want to pick up on my accent. <laughs> tell you that right now. Um, but we're going to jump right on into questions about your books. Um, oh, can I tell, okay, so I have like, been, I like binge read like your whole Thorns and Roses series and I have like no shame, okay? Like the angst in these books like nearly took me out, okay? They nearly killed me. So, but I absolutely love them. So we're going to start with a hi, so sweet, and this is, okay, and if I mispronounce your characters' names, please, God, let me know, because let me tell you something, I mispronounce things left and right. I'm dyslexic, and I'm Southern, so it's just not a good conversation. Okay, so. The southern accent makes for horrible it's pronunciation. Not. It's not a good time for me, so sometimes I, like,
2: I, th- I think it's pretty cool. Like, I love listening to like random accents from everywhere. So,
1: <sighs> I know, and I know that we're starting backwards because the High So Sweet is book two, but it was the most recent one that yeah. you had released, I'm pretty sure, or yeah, most yeah. Recent one, or yeah. something of that nature. So, it was like yeah. the most recent one I had read, so I read it backwards. So, we're gonna. So, yeah. this is basically. <laughs> Asian's book and it's got like a friends to lovers vibe with like so much angst that I literally nearly had to like stop reading at certain points and I was like oh my god I gotta take a break so who inspired these two characters for you um <clears throat> ah,
2: well um I think the the inspiration itself just came from like the topic that's covered in in the book and in the series because each book covers a different like topic which is quite serious and yes ma'am um, I I didn't go overly in-depth with it, but I did touch on it just um, showing the struggle with the characters and um, uh, the actual struggle that Kaylin went through is quite personal. Um, I've I've seen very close family and friends go through it and Um, I didn't go too in depth with it because I did want it to be focused more on the romance and the friendship between Cassian and Caelan. But yeah, so there's a bit of inspiration there on her side, mainly uh, for what she went through.
1: I'm so, I'm so, don't get emotional. I'm sorry. No, (laughs) no, no, (laughs) no. Um, I, um, no, I totally, I 100% understand that. And speaking on that, Kaylin is such a very strong and like sassy heroine who deals with a very, just like very dark past rooted in drug addiction and grief. And coming from somebody who grew up with a parent that was, you know, involved in that, I thought you handled this really well. And I thought it was very tastefully done. I think it added to like the depth of the characters. And I was just like, oh God, this is going to kill me. This is going to stab me in the heart. (laughs) So, thank you. Thank what was you. it that like? I mean, if you're comfortable, yeah. ask answering. Yeah. Um, what was it like having to be in that headspace? Um, you know, because I know that that can be very, like, uh, you know, it, draining. It is draining. It's um, emotion, like, it's, like emotionally draining. When I finished the
2: book, I think um, I had literally, I, I sat for like about a week just just like ignoring everything else like I ignored the new books that I needed to write I ignored the deadlines that were coming out because I needed time away yeah. um and yeah I, I mean most of the books that I've written um have been I mean I have done some some sort of very steamy taboo stuff which which is quite easy to write but when I, when I write my full-length novels I tend to take like a moment after because it is draining emotionally because you just um you just sit there and like at points in most of my books like they there's always
1: a point where I'm crying as I'm writing a chapter Jamesy <laughs> and I so, cry, except you know as I'm reading it I'm like oh god <laughs> this is killing me and it, and also
2: it's stressful because um it is touchy subjects so it's it's overly stressful because i just don't want readers to come back and go oh that was you know that that wasn't covered properly or and and also because i'm writing from a very personal space it's also quite stressful so it's the yeah. stress of that and then it's also the
1: stress of um just going through what she went through and yeah it was just <laughs> and then you finish it and you're kind of just like oh my god i need like a xanax and like a whole yeah. bottle of vodka because <laughs> A bottle of vodka with a straw. Nothing else. Absolutely. A straw. <laughs> Just, I mean, nothing else. No chase or nothing because no. I need it. I totally understand that. So Cassian, I felt like, was the ultimate book boyfriend. He's like this possessive alpha, but he's caring and he's gorgeous. All the boxes are checked. So what was one thing you had to make sure you put in Cassian's character to make sure he was a good match for Kaylin? I knew that
2: I needed him to be the no-nonsense like possessive alpha he needed to but then on the other hand he needed to show that caring side when she needed it he Mm -hmm. needed to show the kind of fuck you type of thing you're listening to me now when when, like scenes came up and and he needed to like go wait you need to like listen to me but then, um, I mean, there were some scenes where he was so super spoony. I was just like, "Ah, um,
1: I'm going to die." <laughs> yeah,
2: and um, and he needed he needed the 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 balance between the two because you can't always tell someone in that headspace what to do because they're never going to listen to you. And I mean, yeah. there were times where she never listened to him, which was frustrating.
1: But <laughs> I think that was just a part of her personality. And yeah. I grew to love that about her. So yeah. so um, I think
2: that sort of showed her growth where she finally just went, okay, I'm, I'm letting you tell me what to do because I know I need it. um so yeah so um so yeah I think they just equaled each other out just from that sense where he knew when she
1: needed what part of his personality I love that so we're going to move and shift gears to A Cut So Deep, which is book one of the Thorns and Roses series. So it seems that you have a running theme of broken yet strong heroines, which I think is so refreshing because most of the time it's like the guy that needs healing, right? It's like the bad boy that like every woman thinks she can fix, but she really can't. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I think that it's really refreshing because I think that this series is a has a theme of like strong heroines that are very like broken and in need of you know, some yeah. guidance in some way. So I am not even going to attempt to pronounce her name. So I'm going to let <laughs> you say it first so I don't Gosh. butcher it. <laughs> okay, so um, Nesrin. Nesrin. Nesrin is,
2: okay. yeah. So I actually chose her name. I'm, I'm so picky with names, um, but her name, because it's uh, the series is Thorns and Roses, her name actually means wild
1: rose. Oh my God, um, I love that. I love that. i'm a sucker for like meanings of names that like (laughs) i'm a sucker for that so hard i love that so
2: yeah kaylin is um uh rosebud i think i can't remember now it's the top of my head but yeah rosebud and then ignition is wild rose
1: oh my god i'm in love that's amazing i love that (laughs) so speaking of her she is no exception to this past pain, and she has this pain in her heart that is just, I mean, it all-consuming is just eating her alive. So, who inspired her for you? Did she come from a personal place or a friend? Because I felt like I knew her. I was like, bro, we're besties. (laughs) Um, That's
2: super cool. Thank you for saying that. Um, uh, Obviously, this one being the first book, this one was like, I think this one was more draining than the second because, um, diving into the series. I knew what I wanted to do but I wasn't yeah. expecting the level of like just, just the pain that the, the heroines were going through.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but yeah she was inspired uh, by a very close friend as well as actually myself um, who sort of struggled a lot with similar issues yes Um, so yeah so writing her was probably more personal than writing the second book um but yeah yeah still it it still came from a place of knowing uh what's going through their mind and
1: and everything like that well I'm super sorry uh to both you and your friend because I mean she just man she was went through it so then there's Damon who is this cold bad boy as we were talking about (laughs) that has like this alpha swag and I was like in love with him I was like yes sir I was like (laughs) so his heart just starts to beat again for Nestorim which I just love that you could almost sense that like out of the gate and so like out of her three step brothers he she's like they have the connection right yeah so I did think to myself I was like did you ever think about making this a reverse harem no it never ever ever crossed my mind and the reason is is that um
2: just I, I sort of focus on the couple when I'm writing them but yes with her she needed his uh, maturity and his strength um and I know Cassian does come across as quite strong and stuff but he's he's less dominant uh, um, to his older brother um and Nesha needed that dominance that sort of commanding presence in her life. Yeah and um and yeah i like it never ever crossed my mind i mean i do have some rh plans for the future but um for them they needed each other and i think the connection between them as soon as i started writing because i wasn't sure which brother she'd sort of end up with cuz i don't yeah. plot at all i'm terrible at plotting um and then the wedding scene where he's sort of in the shadows i was like yep that is it um, it's him he is the and also I quite like the sort of like she was so feisty with him because like and he just did not want to he was like, oh this is my steps, so this is not happening. Yeah, not happening.
1: But I I love I love that sort of back and forth um, angst that comes comes from them. Let me tell you something, I loved it too. I love it too. <laughs> so if thorns and roses series could be turned into a movie series, who would you cast in the roles and why? Oh my god. Okay, so for damien
2: definitely it would be Ian sommerholder cuz he was my muse. He was like oh he was Damian
1: in my head. Yes. I would die. I would literally die. Feel <laughs> like take me. <laughs> for real, same
2: so. Same. So yeah he was he was always the News, and that's when um and that's when I, I saw the um the model that i have on the cover and i was like oh my god i have to have it so yeah um yeah. went through back and forth and um so yeah so yeah definitely yeah in samahal that i'm not see i'm really terrible at picturing my heroines like the books, grammars, and bloggers will make graphics and edits and stuff, and they'll find these amazing models that fit the characters. and I am terrible, I never picture them as I'm writing them. Um, so I'm not too sure on the female, like, um, for me, Neshrin was always, I suppose, she would be like, um, her real name escapes me now, but Elena, like the dark hair, quite pixie like, quite small, yes, um, you know quite sort of broken in the beginning so yes yeah, so I guess they'd sort of be perfect for the first book but um, with the second book I actually have no clue because they surprised me just from as I wrote them I didn't actually picture them um, and then the cover model I actually found randomly on Facebook one day and I was like ah oh that's Cassian um, so it was him. sort of like after the effect because usually I, I create like pinball Pinterest boards and I have like inspiration pictures, but for them I didn't actually have any. Um so yeah, so I had no idea it would just be like a surprise to me, like who who would like As long as the guy's hot, we're good. Oh yeah, no, definitely.
1: so you have I'm super I'm so excited I'm not sure when you're going to be releasing it or when it's happening but you're (laughs) releasing the third book and it's going to be about Finn and let me tell you something I'm so excited about him and that's the death to seek so yeah can you tell us a little bit about it if you have if you know anything or anything of that nature Okay,
2: (laughs) okay so Finn, uh Finn's story is actually an arranged marriage, oh, uh, like four. romance. Um, and he, he, it's. I'm planning it for March. It might come a little bit earlier. The pre order is up on Amazon, um, but I might bring release date forward because I'm actually going to start it um, in a couple of weeks. And um, it's going to be a real tough one. I think it's going to be darker than both the first two books. Oh, okay. Um, so cool. yeah. And, and I don't know if you saw, I did release a prequel to the whole series. Um, I, did, I did, I did. So it's super short. It's only like 10 chapters, I think. Maybe seven chapters, I can't remember. But super, super short. But you meet all six of the guys. So you meet all three of the Thorn brothers. You meet the three Haven brothers. and um, And people are sort of freaking out because now they're going... They want Finn and they want the Three Haven Brothers because those three books are going to be like, yeah, I don't, I don't even want to go there. But yeah, Finn's story is um, going to be quite emotional and it is going to be a lot darker than the first two books because it does deal with suicide. And that is yeah, from the title, you can tell. Um, yeah. And it's arranged marriage. And we once again focus on the broken heroine and she gets thrust into the world of uh, the, like Thornhaven and having to overcome stuff.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> that's honestly, all I can tell you. <laughs> I'm here for it. I can't wait. I'm excited to see it. I can't wait to read it. It's gonna be amazing. So I am now gonna let Stevie, we're gonna shift gears and we're gonna move into oh. some reading questions. And I'm gonna let Stevie handle those since that's her okay.
0: But first, y'all mentioned Ian Somerhalder, but I have a magnet. Oh. <laughs> I, I knew you were going to mention
1: something about it. I knew it. Look, I, I have a mini fridge in my bedroom,
0: and I'm not ashamed of it. And I have a magnet of him on my mini fridge. Oh, I knew it
1: was coming. I knew she was going to say It's fine.
0: Something. I'm obsessed with the vampire diaries. Wait. It's okay. <laughs> so am I. That's okay.
1: Hey. I'm I'm lucky ma- <laughs> You're
0: lucky that the necklace is up somewhere right now and i can't figure out where i put it but i have uh catherine's necklace from the show yeah because a friend of mine from high school was one of the writers for the vampire diaries and the originals so of course i have multiple items from the show
1: i'm I'm much more of an originals i'm a much more of a klaus kind of gal so, yeah, I mean, fun. we we can do an
2: RH with Klaus, Elijah, and Ian. There we go. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm here for that.
1: I support that 100%. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am.
0: Look, our friend Kat was <coughs> live on Instagram the <coughs> other day, and it became a whole thing on Vampire Diaries and the Originals. <laughs> and I don't know how, so I ended up starting the series again because that's the only right thing in the world to do. It's so
2: good. Uh, yeah and, no I do that all the time like I just randomly go back and same with the originals I do the same thing and so rewatch like, the whole thing like have you watched the legacies I haven't that's the one I haven't watched um but yeah I, I sort of rewatch um Vampire Diaries and the originals like a few times said, so when, when Klaus
1: <laughs> spoiler alert when Klaus exited the shed, the t- tv show I was like I don't even care I don't
2: care uh oh no that that was that was the most like painful Devastating thing in the, in the world. world. Yeah. Yeah. Oh
1: yeah. Awful. It I hurt remember, my
2: heart. <laughs> I remember there was um, it was last year before we, we moved, we were still in Cape Town and um, I was obviously writing from home and I was like, oh I feel like re-watching and I I had already watched up to a certain point and then I got to the, the episode of really, the um spoiler alert uh, where Damon dies and he comes to say goodbye to Elena. And I was going, that's literally me. And I and I think (laughs) that I think that our neighbor thought that someone in my family had died because I was literally boxes
1: of tissues crying. So yeah. (laughs) Same. I that's me. That's me. I feel that in a spiritual I don't care how many times you rewatch that show,
0: the the pain is still Oh no. Yeah. I see I'm not even
1: I'm not even as a severe Fan as you guys, like I think I've only watched the Vampire Diaries and through the like the entirety of it like one time.
0: No, like, see, I've rewatched it like ten times, to- maybe a hundred times at this point.
2: I feel
1: no, like the way that you guys are. There are the
2: times Diaries. where I have to skip that episode
0: because I can't, like, I can't deal with it. Your like, heart
2: can't when... do it.
1: Nope.
2: <laughs> see,
0: like I, I
1: can... feel like the way that you guys are with Vampire Diaries is the way that I am
0: with Friday Night Lights. Night Lights. We know. <laughs>
1: Friday Night Lights is like
0: my jam, <laughs> but for anybody that has not watched the legacies, I highly recommend it because there is a okay. really good storyline in there. With obviously, a lark is the teacher, yeah, um, and hope is the main character. Yeah, it is Why her life, there? and <laughs> yeah, her dealing with her tribird, uh three whatever the hell she is witch wolf
1: vampire well i'm just gonna say that if anybody that has not watched friday night lights you are missing out Go watch it i'm telling you all right we need to move forward reading questions tv go take it away oh boy okay what book
0: has your favorite cover this can be one of yours or it can be anyone that you've read
2: Oh man, that's like asking me my favorite, favorite kid, I vampire know fire character. <laughs> like seriously, man, that hurts my heart. Um God, I don't know. Um, there's so many beautiful covers out there, and there's so many coming out. Every time I open like Instagram, I see amazing covers. Okay, so um, okay, off the top of my head, because I literally um just bought the paperback is Lisa James Vibe and Hush. Um, oh my god. god. Don't even, we love Liza don't
1: even play games with me. That is the love of my life. Liza, love I love some Liza James
2: James. <laughs> those those two covers are uh absolutely on point. Um and then um, one of my favorite favorite covers and I don't know if she's changed it I know she's been updating our covers is Kay Webster's Dirty Ugly Toy um oh, that yeah. is like every time I see that cover I just like it's it's got that girl with the pink text and she's got that weird silver thing on her eye and it's just there's something about it that's quite like haunting but it's super super gorgeous so yeah um off the top of my head, those other those other ones I'll mention is I'll be able to <laughs>
0: Damn
1: you, Do Amazon, you
0: for else? banning Liza's book.
2: Yeah, I know. Hey,
1: she put it back just, up with a new cover. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah, I saw that. I and will that. say, however, I think that Ammo Jones has some of the most striking. I love Ammo's covers. Oh, Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry that's all I have.
2: Yeah, Jay, Jay, who designs them, has does amazing work. Like, her work is just, like, yeah. I'm way beyond
0: <laughs> shout out to the cover designers in the world because uh yeah there are some freaking talented, talented. as cover designers yeah pages yeah. are
1: talented i could never
2: i mean we're cover whores so
1: <laughs>
2: well i mean i i design like 90 percent of my covers um unless i am in a sort of um like a collection of so- sorts or something like that then you know and I have to work with another designer. But yeah, I mean, um, out of all my covers, I do really like 90% of them. I've worked with some amazing cover designers. Um, Jay Jay's amazing, I said. Um Dare's from Pretty, pretty, pretty ink, pretty pink ink, I think, or something. Pretty pink creations or something. Yeah, she's amazing. So yeah, there's so many good designers. Kat, the um, from trc designs oh she makes amazing things yeah so yeah so many
1: talented individuals in the world and it's just like (laughs) i don't have them keep buying these covers
0: i just want to shout out to the beautiful man that's on a.l jackson's cover because i think i'm obsessed with him (laughs) can everybody use him (laughs) i need more books with him on it just like more books (laughs) Just for your shelf. Just for my shelf, because he is a beautiful individual. Yeah. So now I'm going to go track down some pictures of just him. (laughs) There's got to be some out there.
2: Yeah, just follow Michelle Lancaster, and you'll see them all. Yeah, Yeah. I I just
0: need to follow him. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is about the man with the tattoo. It's just beautiful. All right, Stevie. Okay, what is what attracts you to a book the cover the blurb the recommendation or the title
2: um usually the cover <laughs> as as we've been speaking about no uh, usually the cover um and if it's I mean I I will usually one click specific authors that I always read and always buy but usually if it's a new author if it's um and what I've heard of or anything like that it would be the cover um and then the blurb um generally like if I or even if it's a teaser if I'm on Instagram and I'm scrolling and a teaser catches my attention I'm like oh what's that oh I need to read it um so yeah um usually the cover yeah. <laughs> oh <laughs> your story same thing. because I your literally story was is scrolling the
1: Instagram. <laughs> I was literally scrolling through Instagram and saw like a review of Claire Contreras's Fables and Other Lies yes. and I did not even read the blurb. I didn't do anything. I immediately went to Amazon and I bought the paperback and I did not read that paperback until like 2 months ago. And I'd had it for like nearly a year. I was like, "Bro, wow. I just the cover is stunning." She didn't yeah, even know that it, it was is. gothic romance until I did. I had no idea. I didn't even know it was romance. I was like, oh, this is beautiful. I don't even know what it is. I'm going to buy it, though. I've done that a few times, yeah. Literally me. My poor husband is like, will you stop spending our money? (laughs) And I'm like, ah, can't do it. Sorry. Oh, boy. So who are some of your
0: favorite authors to read? And this is your chance to pimp your friends.
2: (laughs) Um... Okay, so uh, I have like a long list of one click authors that I always buy, um, but other than that, Jay Rose. Jay Rose is amazing. She's a new author. Um, I'm actually reading an arc of her release that comes out tomorrow, <clears throat> um, which is September 3rd, because um, it's now Thursday, but uh, Jay Rose writes dark, super dark, twisty, like, like, yeah, yeah blah, blah, blah right um, up at MJ's MJ alley yeah MJ you will absolutely so check out the Stevens that's a new release um okay. I'm currently it's RH as well um, oh her so. favorite <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, okay I see you I see you J Rose you just yeah, out here putting Rose, out. Um, I see you Lilith Roman
2: um she oh we love her amazing. she sent us a book oh she's so awesome she's so, such an awesome friend and then Alexandra Silva, she does sort of mafia romances or stuff like, uh, not overly dark, but they are like, I'd say romantic suspense. Um, amazing, amazing, amazing. Um, and she, her, her series, you should see her cover. She's got hardbacks going for her um, covers at the moment. And they're just absolutely stunning. And then um, my sort of one-click authors that I just buy automatically would be Skywar and Natasha Knight. Uh, Kay Webster, um, uh, Amo Jones. I, I never know oh! how to say her name. Um, I never know how to pronounce her name. I know it's 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 like a special way of saying it, but yeah, her. Um, uh, Lisa James, of course, um and Monica James. Um, yeah, so those like just off the top of my head, those are sort of my one-click authors that I go for. Oh, I love it, it. <laughs> um
0: do you prefer e-reader or physical copies
2: um usually e-reader because it's easier to carry a kindle especially when you're traveling and doing stuff um but I do like lo- like if there's um oh one author that I will just buy her paperbacks because she's amazing is Pepper Winters like her covers are oh stunning so
1: I love absolutely
2: her. love her as well um so she's also one of my one kicks but yeah i i like physical copies especially when the cover is stunning and i just want to hold it um but yeah generally i'll just buy ebooks
1: i feel that, I,
0: feel that. <laughs> I buy so everything that's on my bookshelf never gets read
2: yeah no i don't yeah i don't touch them either i own content. ebooks of
0: everything that's on my shelf
2: <laughs> for that reason <laughs> Exactly. That's why you have a Kindle.
0: <laughs> so somebody I won't name names because she'll be mad I called her out on this, but she knows who she is. She won a giveaway and it was a lot of books.
1: Yeah.
0: And she's like, Oh, I'm gonna start reading them. I'm like, you don't read the side yep. paperbacks. <laughs> I said, All those authors are on KU. Go read them there. These are for pic- these are for pictures only. She's like, but I yeah. but I wanna read them and I'm like you go download the keg versions and then you read. yeah
2: exactly yeah.
0: that's why they're there i said you never know when they'll be worth money exactly exactly and mine are in mint condition <laughs> okay so what was your last five-star read
2: at the moment i just said i'm reading um an arc of the heathens by jay and I'm sort of nearing the end now and that's going to be my sort of five-star read. Um, before that was um, Promises and Pomegranate Spice. Oh, uh, we Elizabeth love
1: Miller, I love that book. Yeah. Holy mother of God, that book was so good. I love that book. So yeah,
2: I, I read that one before this and
1: then, yeah, so that's, so those
2: are the two that I, I, I've literally just been reading, finished
1: reading. I feel that. Okay, so we are now going to segue into writing questions, and I'm going to handle this portion. So okay. when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer?
2: Um, the, uh, I didn't actually realize it. It just happened. I know that sounds weird, but um, I started writing short, like, very short paranormal-type stories when I was about 13, I think, and I never sort of thought, oh, it's going to be a career or it's going to be full-time or anything like that. So, yeah, but that's when I started writing. And, um, and then I sort of stopped when I got to college and started traveling and doing things and life got in the way. And I only actually started writing properly um, around about 2013. And, um, and I actually started doing that on Wattpad.
1: So <gasps> I love me some Wattpad. Oh my god, that's where <laughs> I started out reading. I'm telling you right now, yeah. I was a 13-year-old and I should not have been on Wattpad, but I don't <laughs> even care. All Wattpad Plus for me was just was just fan fiction smut.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty that's pretty much what I started writing. So I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I support it. I support the sport team <laughs> So yeah, so, and then it just sort of snowballed into this, because um my I had some readers on Wattpad who kept saying, oh, you should publish this, you should publish it. And I sort of laughed them all for ages. And then I was like, oh, well, maybe they're serious. So I sort of started looking into it and started uh, planning to release one book. And then I released it and went, okay, yay, I'm done. And if if I think if it wasn't for a blogger who reached out to me on Instagram way back when I was still a baby, baby author, um, I don't think I would have, probably still did here because she was like oh when's your next book coming out i just read your first one and i was like oh what now what next book <laughs> and she was like no but your next one and yeah so and then it's sort of and with her and me chatting and, and stuff like she sort of pushed me into it and said no you should you should get another one out and yeah so it's sort of and the rest is history kind of thing
1: <laughs> snowballed i think this author community has done wonders for so many people so I mean obviously every community has its issues but I all in all I think our community is great and I think it's so supportive Mm -hmm. and there have been so many people that have kept me from like not wanting like kept me from being I don't want to do this anymore yeah but then I'm like wake up the next day and I'm like I'm just kidding exactly (laughs) so do you have any interesting writing quirks like you have to like when you start writing you have to like put on the same pair of socks or like have to be eating a certain snack <laughs> anything of that nature
2: um I have to have music
1: oh yeah um I um
2: I, I I have this weird like ritual when I know I'm starting my next book I have to first create the Pinterest board I have to then create the playlist and then I start writing um I don't plan or anything like i said earlier so literally i know where i know the like the the conflict or whatever you want to call it like i i know what the problem is going to be but i don't know where they're going um i have tried planning before and it just went way off like course like it just crashed so (laughs) i don't do that anymore but yes i need to have a playlist and i need to have my pinterest board and and then i start writing and um I sort of need to know the ending. I need to know uh, if, not the H-E-A or anything. I need to know how they fix the problem. And yeah. then I start writing. Um, other than that, yeah, it's just like a free for all. But yeah, my, my sort of writing quirks would be a playlist and a Pinterest board because that inspires me. The music has to be there because that's, that creates the scenes in my mind. And then obviously the visual of, would be the Pinterest board.
1: I do the same thing, so I feel it. I get you, I get you, I'm there. So what is the weirdest thing you've had to Google for a book?
2: <laughs> uh,
1: <laughs> if
2: I have to tell you that. No. You
1: have um, to. I'm just kidding, there's a gun to your head. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I don't know, weird. I wouldn't say weird. Maybe just
2: like, I had uh, to Google a lot of like, Uh, torture stuff um, for my mafia book Um, so lots of torture stuff lots um, and then um, yeah oh okay this is weird and funny Um, I actually google the piercings you know
1: oh oh yeah okay
2: okay got it so yes I actually google piercings because one of my heroes has lots of he's a tattoo
1: artist and um, yeah he has yeah. a Jacob's Ladder, for those of you yeah. who don't understand. Emotion, <laughs> too—that That is what that is called, ladies and gents. Um, <laughs> so I get it. So what does your family think about your writing, and have any of them read any of your books? Uh, no, they're all banned from reading my books. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um,
2: no, I mean, they will... Um, I mean, all of the ones that I do speak to (laughs) uh, do know that I write, and they don't, I mean, they don't read, like, romance itself anyway, so they haven't read my books, but they're very supportive. I mean, um, even, like, my husband's father, who was a minister, (laughs) and he now (laughs) knows that I write romance. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're all super supportive, and... I think like I think they're all very proud of me I mean I, I literally gave my mom one of my books and said never read it just keep it on the shelf because you know you have it and yeah. you can say you know but yeah none of them read it uh, thank god for that at least I hope they don't because <laughs> <laughs>
1: if they do
0: you're gonna have to answer some questions
1: <laughs> yeah I love it Ooh. all right so that is my last writing question for you and we're <laughs> going to move on to our favorite portion of the podcast which is trope questions we love this section it is however the last portion of it which sucks we,
2: really need,
1: we need to figure <laughs> that out a little bit better stevie but we do love this section so what is your yes. favorite trope to write and why
2: oh i love enemies to lovers i yeah love that's the, it it's that, iconic it is the iconic the back and forth the angst the like will they do that no they're not they're fighting no but they, oh no they're not but yeah no I love I love that sort of back and forth and the sort of tension is just awesome to write I was
1: literally oh my god the per, I had the perfect story for this right now I was literally reading a book last night um, and I have I I'm the type of reader that I communicate with the characters. Yeah. And so I speak out loud about what's going on. And I'm like, girl I know good at Sam Well, you did not just do that. And I'm like, you know, talking to myself or whatever. And I like squealed and my husband was like, What's going on? And I was like, They're hate fucking. I was like, they hate each other. They hate each other so much right now. And he's like, well, what's going on? I'm like, well, they're having sex, but they hate each other so much right now. And he's like, why are they having sexual intercourse if they hate <laughs> each other? And I'm like, because they really do love each other, okay, Fletcher? But they just don't know it yet, okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was, trying, like, it's exactly it. I was trying to explain that to him. And he's like, you read some of the most fucked up shit. <laughs> I was like, it's fine. It's fine, it's fine. <laughs> All right, Stevie, I'll let you handle the next question. What is one trope you would eventually
2: like to write a why? Um hmm. I've jumped around tropes so much. Um I don't know actually. Um oh, well okay, here we go. RH and I am actually planning RH next year. I'm um, here for it. Your- so yeah. I, here- I haven't re- a re- written one yet and I do have a storyline. Um it's actually a project that we're announcing in November, which I'm so excited about um and um I have I, I created the cover already and everything I'm super super excited and I'm I'm doing this it's a collection um, Oh, I know what well, this
0: one is we talked with, about this
2: with a few authors and they are um they're super super excited as well I think there's only about 10 of us um and yeah so I'm writing RH and i I've always wanted to and just never sort of had the guts to do it, but, but yeah, now I'm like, yeah, you know what? I can do this. Well, I'm here so, for it. Um,
1: so, yeah, so that's,
2: that's,
1: that's coming. MJ's like, beta if beta. you need a beta reader. I'm here for it. I'm <laughs> a, I am love a good RH. I love hey, it. Hey, don't put that alpha out because I am looking for beta readers, so. <laughs> Listen, as long as you don't care that I'm an also an author girl, I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> <No>. I don't care. <laughs> Hey, if you can give honest feedback, seriously, like I have struggled
2: with people right now will offer. I find I I find readers offer, and it's really cool, and I love them to pieces. But then they read it and go, "It was amazing! It's
1: amazing!" And I'm going, (laughs) "No, it. You need to tell me what's wrong with it."
2: (laughs) So yeah,
1: (laughs) I am one of the most honest people you'll ever meet when it comes to to art because I am an author as well. So I like. I want the respect that I would want for me from my alpha readers. But at the same time, like some authors like, yes, I want you to be honest, but I'm like, do you really though? Do you yeah. really? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not going to sit there and slash your shit. Like, obviously, I know that this is like your babies, so yeah. your artwork. But I mean, I'm going to be honest, like if I don't like something or I don't think something is adding up, I'll be like, listen, my yeah. opinion and my opinion solely, you are the artist at the end of the day. Whatever you choose to do is what you choose to do for your characters. But I'm just saying, I don't think this is adding up. And oh, some people get offended by that. And I mean, if you want oh, to, yeah. But I'm just saying, if you want one that I, if you want an honest feedback, I will definitely do it but uh, yeah okay, so so watch me stalk mj now hello hey, hit, me up. hit me up my inbox is always open i be in that bitch all the time hit me up <laughs> so what is one trope you'll never write and why um i never say never i i i don't
2: like i i someone's asked me this before and i i don't want to say i won't ever write something um at the moment like I probably won't write sci-fi but then a story might come to me and I might write it but um, yeah I I try never to say never write something because
1: if a story speaks to me or if characters come to me then I will write it. I feel that me too. I had an epiphany on the way to my in-laws last night at like six o'clock in the morning I was like oh my god I'm gonna write a story I had the whole plot <laughs> the characters and it was all because I heard a song and I envisioned a moment I was like that's yes. it." I do yes. that all the time he <laughs> is going to take our last question and then we are going to tell you goodbye sadly okay
0: so if you were in a book what trope would you want for your story
2: Oh definitely enemies to lovers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah I, I want all my tension and angst and, and
1: stuff um, but yeah definitely that will be my sort of go-to. Oh my god I literally saw a freaking TikTok where it was like it literally was a very specific thing. It was like when the when the enemies to lovers start it's like when the enemy comes in while you're in the bathtub and you're trying to cover yourself up and you like turn around to grab your towel and the enemy sees the scars on your back and he's like who did this to you and i was like oh bro i was like what book is this immediately like (laughs) what this book is somebody tell me now or i'm gonna cut someone
0: look tiktok is on point this, lately i've seen nothing but tiktoks about this chad fool on
2: my oh, tiktok oh yeah i i opened it
1: today and i was like okay i've seen him i've seen him more than new books so yeah, i just i will i will literally ass- i dare him to say that shit to me <laughs> the romance community is pissed Bro, I'm telling you right now, he done messed with the wrong community. He done came for the wrong set of women. Let me tell Look, you, God,
0: nobody can, nobody, nobody can deny this. But Fit Teacher Rachel came for him.
1: <laughs> and oh, that I, was the best comeback. Like, if it's small, just say that. Like, get it. <laughs> if, get if it's, it's small, small, just, just say, it say it out loud.
0: It's fine. <laughs> Yeah.
1: yeah like you're it's, the reason that the romance genre makes so much money is because of men like you like i no, hope yeah. you know not misogynist <laughs> yeah but exactly like, there you go and i dare you to say that to my face i will literally kill you like i dare you to say it to my face he doesn't we are not that, the community to fuck that with. that
2: is why he was recording it from his basement <laughs> 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 that, uh, that is
1: all i'm saying I'm telling you, we were not the community to come at. He picked the wrong damn one. I because feel bad when, for his girlfriend. Who the hell comes for the romance community? You do realize that for, uh, like, you do realize that we read books about mafia men. Like, we know how to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you saying that now. It was so funny. I was chatting to a friend of mine because she was going, when
2: are you finishing this book? And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm on the second last chapter. And I was like, well, it's, it, it's a torture scene so i'll be fine and then as I, because she's an american i was like do you know what tongues are if i tell you you know he, he picked up metal tongues and she goes and she sends me this picture and she goes these and i'm like yeah she goes yeah i'll know what they are and i'm like okay cool worried
1: about what you're using them for like, don't you worry <laughs> don't worry it's nothing to be concerned about <laughs> uh, yeah I just don't think that we, I don't think logistically he thought it through when he thought about the community he came from. He's like, this community is not big at all. Okay. You're like stupid. Like, what are you talking about? We literally love men who kill people for a living. We fall (laughs) in love with them. We literally know how to kill you and get away with it. Like, what are you talking about? I will like assassinate you in your sleep. Please stop. (laughs) I can't okay now that we've got away on that little runway um Danny thank you so much for joining us you've been so amazing you've been such a great guest um thank you so much for joining us thank you ladies it's been awesome it was such a good chat thank you for having me no problem (laughs) and we hope to chat with you soon we hope you have a good day night you too whatever it's called